Zarkov is going to make people regret life decisions. This is sort of going to be the tying up loose ends episode, I imagine. Yeah, there, there's still quite a lot of things Tyrus wishes to know. Yes. There's just one thing Kethel wants to know. What? When am I going to get shot with my bolt gun? <laughs> when is it going to happen? <laughs> I know it's going to happen. It's just not That's... knowing when. <laughs> the anticipation is killing you. It really is. I, w- I would rather the bolt gun kill me. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd rather just kill me. And it's get it, it's get much it. more quick. That's it over with. <laughs> it is. When we last left off, you guys were at the smuggler camp out by the caldera. You had a battle with the smugglers there and came out victorious. Uh, Tyrus got a, a bad case of shuriken catapult to the face and lost a fate point. <sighs> um, and a nose. <laughs> I lost my nose. Yes, you did. You would have lost a bunch of fellowship had you not burned your fate point then and there. But If I had not been so good at crafting noses. <laughs> your new nose is 20% more efficient than regular human nose. I told Davis this in our off time, but he should make a assortment of noses so he can have like a fancy dinner nose, a outdoor nose, a... A combat nose with a chainsword on it. <laughs> yeah, Martin, uh, we'll have to talk about this later. Martin, the Inquisition nose smith. All right. Could you put a gun in there? Like the tip of the nose just like flips open? Not gonna gonna hurt anyone, but yeah, probably. Just be really, really careful when you've got a cold. (laughs) So you spent a quick resting period in your gun cutter overnight. Ophelia and Natalie were overjoyed to see each other again. After all the fighting was over, they embraced for a bit and caught up on what things had happened when the other was away. And you brokered a deal with Shade so that he would be an informant for the Inquisition rather than uh, putting him to the torch and or bolter. I can't put him to the bolter because mine's lost. Well, could be worse. Could be missing no, a force staff. It's my own fault. I don't mind missing a force staff. The force staff isn't going to shoot me. <laughs> sure about that? It'll just flay your soul from your body. Yeah, that's fine. I just don't want to get shot with my own bolter. <laughs> that's just demeaning. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm going to get demoted to Inquisitional Janitor for losing my gun and getting shot with it. To add insult to injury, you're going to have to sweep up the bolt casings from the weapon after it shot you. In the next adventure, you guys will be having an adventure, and then Eric will cut back to me. And I'll be like, all right, Ned. Roll a check. And Eric vomited on the floor. Which, kind, which mop do you decide to use? <laughs> Power mops. My All influence right. is going to be zero. Did we ever talk to that uh, that heretic? Not at length, no. Wait, right. which heretic? Slade? Heretic. Heretic. Um, the oh. tech priest fellow. The one who okay. shot at people when they tried to get into his little workshop. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah, talk you... to him? Yeah, I do. Just because I, I, I got to know what he's been doing. Especially what this face implement is. Ah, uh, yes, the the one that the lieutenant had. Had, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so you, you want that. All right, so with, that with his... With any, like, in, uh, weapon integration projects he was obviously doing, you know? <clears throat> yeah. You talked to him about that. 
he does have a particular interest in fusing xenotechnology to human bodies. What do you um, know? Which is exactly what happened in the case of the lieutenant. What she's got on her head is a collection of very advanced optics, clearly not of human make. And those just by themselves would count as the best quality eye implant. But in addition to that, they have a microcogitator implanted in there, plus a variety of wires that interlace all throughout the brain of whoever is using it. And it's a very, very invasive procedure to install this stuff. It's specifically a weapon targeting module. Yeah, yeah. The way the tech priest heretic explains it, it's actually a rudimentary artificial intelligence, which mm. is super heretical. It's like a target tracker. Um, yeah, but it, it's not just a tracker. It's a it's an artificial intelligence that yeah. handles weapon targeting. It's a software. So, yes, actually, it is. Yeah, it's just another machine spirit. <laughs> what it does is it partially takes over your brain in combat situations and allows you to oh, acquire like and shoot at targets much faster than one otherwise would be able to. In game terms, what it did is um, every time the lieutenant made a ranged attack action, then she could choose two separate targets and make the attack against both of them at the same time. Within the same action. So, Martin, what what do you want to do with this implant? Well, I want to keep it for now, obviously, but there's not really a whole lot I can do with it here, at least. Okay. If you want to surgically extract it from her head, then... I thought I already did that. Um, it's going to require a test to do it, because there's microfilaments yeah, going on. Yeah, don't want to, like, thing. break it. Yeah. Yeah. So, in order to withdraw it intact... Because you're not in an operating theater, really, right now. If you want to do the operation now, then it would be a Medicaid test at minus 40. Jesus. All the modifiers, though, which would apply. I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, it's minus 40, but then does all my kits and everything still count? Do those, like the first aid kit, does that give you, like, Medicaid bonuses to first aid specifically? Or is it to all Medicaid? That's kind of what I meant. Let me check, actually. I'm I'm near the gear section. Mm Mm-hmm. Because um, stuff that has benefits for first aid would not help, but your Medicaid mechadendrite, for example, would help still. It's not specific. It just says bonus on Medicaid test. Then that would help. Yeah. And plus 60? You have a plus 60 bonus on top of that to your Total. Medicaid tests? Total, yeah. Ah! Um, <laughs> You're yeah. good at your job then. I try. Um, I think I did succeed, so, though. You pass with just one degree of success, but you do pass. You very carefully use the chain scalpel at the end of your Medicaid mechadendrite to carve open the skull and pry the bits of bone away. And then very delicately, you part the brain matter and pull each of the filaments out of its resting place in the brain. And by the time you're done, then... The lieutenant's brain looks kind of like a gray soup, but you do have the implant fully intact in your hands. (laughs) I just, like, put it in my bag without even bothering to clean it off. (laughs) Now, um, you can install just the optics and have it function as a best quality eye implant, just fine. Or you can do the more invasive procedure of installing the AI and brain interface. 
Ooh. Well, no, won't it be super obvious though that it will be um with some clever part manufacturing you might be able to build a shell around it that mimics an imperial eye implant it will require extra work to disguise it but it, it is possible cool so who wants to go first <laughs> <laughs> who wants to get their brain carved open yeah well, like i said uh, it's definitely not mm-hmm. something we have to deal with right now Yes. Let's that, wait until yeah, someone gets after the investigation because the recovery period will be weeks if you decide to get this thing implanted. <laughs> so, how long do you guys want to rest? How long does Tyrus need to rest? Yeah. Martin, did you give Tyrus any medical attention yet? Oh, yeah. Actually, no, not long term, no. But yeah, he stabilized me, he stapled me up. And he has his little medical servo skull looking yeah. at my nose right now. Providing long-term care would require like 24 hours of bed rest. So yeah, you guys would probably do that after the investigation, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. More than likely. Yeah. We just won't have Tyrus talk to people because the you know nose thing. Well, I asked Martin, uh, is there anything, obviously... Oh, oh we have invest- masks. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I, <laughs> I, say, I say to Martin, like... Investigation is more important than my flesh and blood. But is there anything that you can do to hide my nose? And then Martin just like points to my mask and like, oh right, that. Yeah, exactly. you have like a, a giant like wad of gauze in the middle of your face with tape wrapped around your head. And then I'm just kind of like, there's plenty of things that are more important than your fleshy bits, human. <laughs> your arm, for example. So I go and I retrieve the mask. And I just place it over my face, and I'm just going to keep it there until uh, I can get further medical attention. All right. If you want to just, like, get enough sleep to be able to, like, get going again and finish things up, then you could take, like, a four-hour rest. Yeah, I think time Um, is of the essence right now because, I mean, who knows what's going on back in the hive. And even though these guys are surrendering, we know that someone else was here not that long ago. Because of uh, Kepo being broken out of his... um, fell by some kind of psychic force yeah and zarkov followed a trail uh, up that path and <clears throat> disappeared so yeah. and even though these guys are surrendering someone could have voxed someone else and let them know what had happened like we have no idea so possibly uh, the head of the house oberon exactly for all we know all it takes is one guard to have voxed hey inquisition is here and that's going to screw us over. So I would say uh, bare minimum that we need. I know our characters have been awake for almost 24 hours, but... Sorry, I, yeah. um, if you do keep going at this point, then you'd have to start making toughness tests to stave off fatigue. Where's the recap, brother? The recap. <laughs> Does Martin ask that? Oh, no, because I don't need that. <laughs> I you still have enough biological bits that you could... Use recap. I have a bonus to toughness checks though because of the internal reservoir. I think let's take the rest. I think it's the safest thing to do for everybody. Okay, and you can just sleep in the gun cutter. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's a good idea. Also, someone needs to stay on watch and just stay at those guns ready to just go nuts if they need to. We'll take turns, everyone except for Tyrus. Tyrus should get all the sleep. We'll take watches. Okay, Tyrus, thanks you for this. <clears throat> I'll take the first watch. Yep, yep. All right, so you guys take a brief uh, rest. It's basically uneventful. And then by the time uh, it was getting to like 5 a.m. when you started the rest, 
And so by about 9 a.m., then you hear the storm actually start to clear up. They raise the shields, starting to, like, break down the buildings and prepare things for transport. What, you mean just, like, all the shit that's around in this base? Yeah. All the buildings can be disassembled by the looks of it. As you awaken from your rest, then Shade approaches you and asks what his men should do for the moment. It would be great if we could guard them here, but all of us want to go back to the hive to continue the investigation, so I don't know. We either got to trust them here or we got to kill them. That's what we really should do. Um, Greta Margolin's interrogator, Rexler Salt, is still on a ship in orbit over the planet. We can uh, hand him over to mm-hmm. our ship. Uh, Ketha, you <clears throat> voxed in to him, right? And you told him to blow up the caldera if the ship didn't hear from you? Yep. Yep. I I'm going to call them back. Yes. So now uh, call. So don't, don't, please don't blow up the caldera. Hey, please. no, we're fine. Can we have them come and get Slade um, and his men? Yeah. Um, well, hold on. So I, I also just want to roleplay the conversation, too. Uh, when you call up Lecture Assault, you vox him in and, um, you're actually in the gun cutter right now, and you have a small hollow projector. It displays his face, and you've got the whole party sitting around. Like, yes, what is it? Have you um, have you apprehended the heretics? Sort of. We have some. Excellent. One we've decided it's prudent to be uh, to make an informant of ours. A gentleman named Slade. Come again? A gentleman named Slade. Also, by the way, his name was Shade. His code name was Shade. Shade. Oh, sorry. Whoops. Yeah, come on, Teen Titans. <laughs> I know, that's what it made me think of. It's who's in my head. Whoops. His mom Shit. said his name was really badass. <laughs> Shade, so, yes. So, correct me if I'm wrong. I will. But you say that you just apprehended the man who was responsible for, directly or indirectly, the deaths of three of my master's acolytes, and instead of executing him on, on the spot, you're proposing to let him go free? And serve as an informant. No, he's not, not the man directly responsible. He's just an agent in all of this. We're still figuring out who's directly he's, responsible. He is the smuggler who is responsible for bringing all this traitorous cargo onto the planet, isn't he? He does bring cargo. How is he not directly responsible? Because he's not the one who captured the other acolytes. They were captured by Eldrick Marin and his buds. Uh, and in order to deal with them, they decided to trade him to Shade. Hmm. Shade's just an outside operative in this. Not only can we use his help now, putting the final pieces of this together, but we can use him further on to catch more of his suppliers. Also, can I just step in here for one second also? Um, sure, you're all on that connection. Yeah, uh, interrogator, uh, I understand this is a little unorthodox, but I don't think that his safety really matters. All that really matters is that he has information that we need. As soon as we have it, I don't think that any of us really care about his fate. Hmm. That is true. He's merely a tool that we can use later on. Very well. I don't like it, but I do see your point. Remember, you are, by making decisions like this, you do tread a dangerous line. Always be sure you stay on the right side of it. Zarkov opens his book and shows uh, the uh, lieutenant's face and goes, well, I did collect one face. <laughs> and Rex Assault smiles good. Good. <laughs> Zarkov's book now does have six faces. <laughs> you have a note of all of them? All the yes. faces Zarkov's collected? All the heretics that have been put to justice in the emperor's name. Yes. All right. 
Facebook is gaining new members every day. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah. No, it's on that's what it is. Couldn't resist. So, very well. I'll send an away team down to collect this uh, shade. How many people are we talking about here? How big should this team be to capture them? Oh, uh, I would say send a good hundred. Oh. Put some fear into that. They're going to operate for us. Very well. I'll get, uh, I'll get a number of um, ratings to supplement the Inquisitorial <laughs> troops, and we'll round them up. Don't rough uh, up the shade too much. We want him to feel like uh, his best interest all around to be with us. Yeah. How about Eldrick Marin? I, should we I keep can, him? If, uh, if I'm coming down there, I would like to take Eldrick Marin into custody, and I will not promise I will be quite so gentle with him. Quick sidebar. Where are we going next? We're just going back to the Hive, but where in the Hive are we going? I would say back to House Oberon. We suspect this spy master who we've never met, but he seems to be the key to all of this. Yes. Spy master of Oberon? Yeah. Yeah. He was the guy who had um, supposedly engineered the whole series of deals with the smugglers. Mm. He's the proverbial head of the operation. Okay. Would I be able to, using Eldrick Marin's clothes, disguise myself as Eldrick Marin with his mask and all? Do you have a, a disguise kit or anything? Because you can. And uh, you'd be using um, deceive rolls to pass yourself off as Eldrick. If I go with you, I can also use suggestion to tell people, yes, this is Eldrick Marin. Yeah, we'll go as, we'll go as a party. Definitely the man you're looking for. Yep. Okay, so you can relieve Eldrick Marin of his clothes. It would be a uh, deceive test based on intelligence to prepare a disguise. Um, I'd give you a penalty because you don't have the proper tools, really, but you do have a disguise that fits. Which okay, what's, another bonus. what's the penalty? I'd give you minus 20 for not having the proper tools at hand, but also you'll have plus 10 for the right clothes. So overall, okay. minus 10. All right, so let's see. I'm going to try to put this disguise together. However many degrees of success you'll get will be the threshold for anyone trying to see through your disguise. And then you'll also have to make deceive tests to act appropriately. <laughs> One degree of success. One degree of success on it? Okay. Well, you technically passed. So hopefully <laughs> no one looks too closely. I uh, think it would be pretty hilarious if you got it bad and you were, like, rocking around with, like, magic marker on your face and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, uh, drew, like, this silly little pencil mustache and magic marker. Because that's what your beard looks like, you dick. Marin. Marin's actually, he's clean-shaven normally, but he's starting to look a little bit haggard with some stubble on his face after the night's events. As I'm changing, I I also tell him, by the way, you missed our duel. Putting on his coat. Our duel? If I had a duel with a a lout like you, I'm not sure I would remember it, but... I don't well, think we ever have had a duel, no. Oh, well, we had one scheduled, but look where your cowardice got you. It's just too bad. He just looks very confused as you relieve him of his clothes. <laughs> so you, you've got your disguise prepared. Okay. And yes, and I, I box, yes, you can take Eldrick Marin. Excellent. Zarkov quickly looks at Eldrick Marin, wondering if he can remove someone's face without killing him. Just ask for the face if they happen to take it off. Please, sir, may I have your face? Yeah, so what about Ophelia and Natalie? Do they want to stay with us in the gun cutter, but we go back to the hive? Yes. Natalie gave her some of the emergency rations that are on the um, gun cutter, and some colors are returned to her face. 
and she uh, introduces herself formally with a curtsy and says, hello, I'm Ophelia Oberon. I'm sure you've heard quite a bit about me on, throughout this ordeal. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming and uh, rescuing me from here. I don't, I, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I ran off myself to try and deal with the situation to try and rescue the acolytes who had gone missing. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I got too enthusiastic with this. I should have listened to Natalie. So Tyrus steps in and he says, your father was concerned that you had betrayed him. Were these thoughts in any way valid or was this just the results uh, yeah, of a paranoid, yeah, paranoid father? father. I, I can answer that for you. Remember, uh, he's a traitor. Uh, his, her father is and she was trying to oust him. Well, yeah, well, yes, I had every intention to betray my father because he's betrayed the Imperium by allowing the smuggling to continue. Sarkov frowns in, like, your father may meet a swift end and justice from the Inquisition. I step in, like, wait, why? I don't understand. How, why, we're jumping to some very big conclusions No, here. no, no. He, he was the one who, like, found out about the smuggling that ended up being like, hey, you should cut in on the deal and, like, was going to be a spy network for them. Um, more specifically, it wasn't lord obron himself it was the spy master um so this the spy master was sort of was doing all of this but um ophelia is what she's saying is implicating her father as well ah so what do you mean implicating she says well um i mean i don't have any proof that my father directly ordered this stuff to occur but he was the one who appointed the spy master in the first place and who sanctions his activities so anything the spymaster does implicitly has the approval of my father. But in your own words, your father has betrayed the Imperium? Yes, by letting this to happen. He either knows about this or doesn't. If he knows about this, then he's complicit in traitorous behavior. If he doesn't know about it, he should have kept better track of his servants. Well, let's go find out. <laughs> we'll just go uh, pay him a visit. All right. After some waiting, then a few um, landers come down. A pair of um, void-born troop transports and then one larger freighter. They move and uh, land onto the platform and troops pour out of it. Most of them Navy ratings, just with shipboard combat armor and shotguns. But uh, among them, some inquisitorial stormtroopers in carapace armor with hell guns. And they, they sweep out and hustle all of the prisoners onto the large cargo lander and start I do to wanna, pack up equipment. I want to quickly thank uh, Shade for his overall uh, compliance. Yes. No, I, you won't regret sparing my life. I have lots of information that you may find very valuable. Well, hey, keep working with us and you'll get to play with all the fun toys, too. I motion around to like, the stormtroopers. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> my men could use a bit of an equipment upgrade, I'd say. Excellent. Then uh, Shade is hustled off. Uh, Eldrick Marin is dragged, dragged spitting away by two large inquisitorial guards. And uh, he's the, the last one hurled into the ship before the door is slammed shut. And then um, as they start to load in the material, then you guys take off in the gun cutter and head back towards the hive. Sweet. Mm -hmm. All right, I got a plan. We're going to go to House Oberon. We're going to walk right in. I'm going to demand a, uh audience with the Spymaster as Eldrick Marin, who is very pissed off because he was picked up and questioned by Slade, who now is so freaked out that he's left the planet. And I'm going to go and try to blame the Spymaster for everything and then 
we'll get in front of them and then reveal, oh, I'm not Eldrick Marin. Shock and awe. Yes, but why would why would the head of House Oberon allow his bitter rival to see his spy master, who I assume has a secret identity? Like he wouldn't let anyone have an audience with him. Well, you don't know that. Hi, I'm your worst enemy. I need to talk to someone who works <laughs> for sure. you who's very secretive. Yeah, I'm sure that would definitely raise eyebrows at the very least. Well, then then they'll come and they'll <laughs> we'll get met, especially if we start shouting random accusations up front. You know, Oberon's not going to want to be unmasked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll we'll end up meeting the spy master. I will go and be very livid and angry and be like, I'm going to say all these secrets out loud if I'm not talking to somebody. And we'll end up talking to somebody. What if they just shoot you, though? That's my only concern. <laughs> well, then, well, then, well, then I'll have the knowledge of knowing where my bolt gun is. Exactly where the gun is. Perfect. I, I do follow your plan. I'm just saying, like, there is a small chance they could just be like, let's close up, we lose ends, and just bang. That's fine. But, I mean, my disguise isn't so great. And worst comes to worst, I'll take off the mask and reveal, and they'll know, oh, you're not Eldrick Marin, you're just wearing his clothes. And I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. But, I mean, it's better than four guys who the House of Bond really doesn't know walking in and saying, hey, can we talk to some sort of master of your spy network? I think you might be able to get that plausible, especially if you go from, like, maybe, like, you're an injured angle or something um, and, like, seeking asylum. I mean, we don't know, obviously, how deep... Lord Oberon himself is in the dealings, but we do know for a fact that the Spymaster did sanction the dealings between House Marin and House Oberon and the smuggling. Yeah. They won't try to just shoot me because everyone, you know, yeah. I'll be unlikely. You know, that they're declaring open house war if they shoot me. I wasn't more thinking that. I was more thinking, like, say, like, so if you're inside the house and you're, like, uh, you know, you come in as, like, the Lord Marin, but uh, Lord Oberon actually is loyal to the Imperium and doesn't know about his spy master, there is a chance that he's just, like, who the hell is this guy, figures out it's not you, Lord Marin, and just shoots you. Um, That's all. Well, maybe I'll buy a time because he'll be confused as to why I'm in disguise. Yeah, and, and hopefully, I mean, by then I can maybe get a pot shot at him or something, or at least his guards. Well, you know you know Lord Oberon, right? Yeah, he knows me personally. He took my yeah. blood. So that's, uh, took my blood, that's weird. Yeah, he, he pricked my finger. Right. Um, so at least we have that to fall back on. Although you should hide your identity, too, at least at first. You could borrow my mask. Yeah, hopefully then, I hide uh, from and then we just, in general. And then we just, like, all reveal masks, and it's like Scooby-Doo. Oh God! Would have gone away too if it wasn't for you, House Oberons. But yeah, I'll I'll come in looking injured because it was very clear I was taken out from the place. So I'll, I'll return injured and angry. And one other meddling middle-aged man, I would have got away with it too. Belligerent. One other potential <laughs> strategy would be if you could get an audience with him with no witnesses, because if there is some sort of secret dealings between them, they won't talk about it openly. I'm not convinced that there is, but if there is, we won't talk about it in the open. Right, but but we'll we'll guarantee an audience if I start making a scene in in public as Eldrick Marin because they you can't just shoot a lord of another house. It's dishonorable. So at least they'll pull, at least someone will pull me into a private room in which they plan to shoot me, in which I will reveal no, I'm not Eldrick Marin, but I know what's going on, and then we'll shoot them or something or something. We just need to get all the, all someone the best who knows the plans, and then we shoot them or something. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> all right. So, and Eldrick Marin has a posse, so that's you know everyone else fits in. Let's do it. So, how's Oberon? 
to house Oberon. Okay, so after another, it took you, what, like an hour and a half to get here in the first place? It takes you something similar to get back. It's actually more just like an hour this time, because you're not trying to avoid notice. So you just fly right back to the hive and pull into the house Oberon hangar, where you've been birthing your ship this whole time. And then you drive back to house Oberon Villa. And um, Ophelia and Natalie are with you, by the way. Okay. Oh, wait, does Ophelia know who the spymaster is? <laughs> she knows that they have one, but she hasn't met him personally. Okay. You stroll in the front gates. Ketho dressed as Eldrick Marin in his party clothes. And everyone else dressed in their party clothes as well, with masks. Yeah, I, I would recommend to everyone, put on a mask so that you can reveal it dramatically. Mm-hmm. But so we all look like Eldrick Marin's posse at first, and then we'll reveal who we are when we need to. Because if she shows up, the Spymaster might not show if they see Ophelia. I'm... But when we get there, I am stumbling as if I have been injured. Okay. And had a rough... I am acting as if I've had a really rough night. As you approach, then um, the two guards at the front gate to the Grand Oberon Villa shift a little bit and uh, raise their las guns just a bit. They say, so... Uh, Oh, Prince Marin, what a unusual surprise. Where is he? Come again? Where is he? Where is who, sir? You're going to have to be more. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you get to be nice and belligerent. I love it. All right, make, make a uh, intimidate roll. No, but that's fine. I'm, I'm trying to look like I'm beat up. I'm just belligerent. Okay, so you don't particularly scare them. So, all right, that's... That's uh, very, very nice that you're upset, sir, but we, whatever, whatever. Um, <clears throat> look, you, you've clearly had a very I, long I interrupt him, and I, and I just shout out into the void. I know you're here! One, one of the guards sort of just, to, like, looks at the, the rest of you behind. put it um, out all in the open! The, the, the guard sort of, like, looks behind with, like, a sort of, like, a what is what is he talking about look at the rest of you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, shrug. We're, uh, I mean, sir, we'll call your house, and they'll send a car over here to pick you up. No, I am not going anywhere until he shows up. Where is your superior officer? Our superior officer? Well, he's uh, in the barracks inside. Why mm-hmm. would you want to speak to him? Do you know what they did? I was taken out of the ball last night, beaten up, and you guys are just trying to keep me away because he's too much of a coward. They say, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, and one of them covers up a small snicker. That's fine. Well, I will then leave, and I'll go talk to my shady friend... Their faces are completely blank. They don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to just shout out as loud as I can so someone hears me. You're some distance from the house. It's not likely that anyone's going to hear you. Okay, I just pause. Uh, I forgot my wallet inside. Ah. Let me so I can go find it. Oh, so that's the reason you're here. Okay. Okay, fine. They reach behind and open up the doors. And uh, they allow you in. You're like, all right, well, just tell us, tell us where you think it is. We'll just escort you there, and we can take a look. They're just right now, just like trying to move things along. 
there was actually an after party like at the villa where the guests from the masquerade ball went there you guys didn't go there but it is conceivable that eldrick Marin, if he were there could have left his wallet here <laughs> so that's why they're letting you in okay i'm just lead on hopefully he'll show up who who is he Sir, we just we just don't know what you're talking about. I'll be That's honest fine. with you. That's fine. That's fine. Plebeians. And, uh, one of them, you see, just sort of reaching up to his helmet and depresses a little button. Like, yes, we've got um, Prince Marin here. Yeah, he's um, thinks he left his wallet here. He's in quite a state. Just send someone, anyone out here, please. And then gets off the connection. And so they they march you up towards the villa. I'm still shouting angry along the way. Mm-hmm. Just being greeted by guards, not anyone else. Not someone who just threw me out, ruined everything. <laughs> Gets me down to the uh-huh. Everything is going to come down because of this. Unless he comes out and speaks to me. I'm not really talking to them directly. I'm just shouting out into the void, keeping up the crazy. As you near the house, actually Mortimer comes out to um, greet you guys. You guys are wearing the same clothes you were wearing for the party last night, weren't you? Except for me. He's wearing the same clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, Mortimer steps out and does like a bit of a double take. He's like, um, Prince Marin, his normally composed self is uh, flustered for just a moment. I, I wheel on him just because he's the first new person there. Mm-hmm. And I say, you, where is he? I'm sorry, sir. I'm not sure what you're you talking about. You know who I'm but... talking about. Look, um, Lord Obron is in a meeting right now that he would actually wish for you to attend if you would follow me upstairs. Good boy, Mortimer. Finally, some sort of service, because I'm angry. This is, this is bullshit. inexcusable. I wouldn't use such a word. We will follow Mortimer. I know. <laughs> I'm right, still he, angrily um... going on and on about, oh, it just... I'm gonna. Everything's gonna come out. Everything's falling apart, and I'm just gonna tell everything to everybody about everything. No, uh, he just sort of he leads you all up, and then um, as you guys are going up, he what? he turns, he just sort of looks over his shoulder and says, "What on earth are you doing, dressed up as Eldrick Marin?" <laughs> are the other guards around, or is it just him? No, it's just the group of you plus Mortimer walking through um, the halls. I uh. As a interspersed with, uh, you know, more yelling and belligerentness, I, I say, yeah, we're looking for a, the spymaster. Uh, yes. Lord uh, Oberon is in a meeting with him right now, in fact. Perfect. Hey, would you do us a solid and not reveal that I'm not Eldrick Marin? Normally, the discretion of clients is about most importance, but for such an unusual request, I have to ask, what in the Emperor's name is going on here? <laughs> And with that, then um, Ophelia Oberon takes off the mask that she's been wearing. And uh, Mortimer is just positively shocked and then overcome with joy and rushes forward and uh, embraces her and says, Oh, Lady Oberon, we've all at the house been so worried about you. It's so great to see all the family back safe again. Yes, I'm sure that Lord Oberon will be most overjoyed. I step back in, still being belligerent. No, you put that mask back on. Wait. (laughs) I hook him more of her. Everything here is being done in the Emperor's name. That's all I'm going to say. So, Mm -hmm. nice to meet you, Mortimer. I am Eldrick Marin. Put up my hand. 
make a charm test for me. Make a charm test for you. Well, I'm gonna use a fate point. Yes. <laughs> we might have to let him in on some things. I'll need more concrete assurances than that. This is a very unusual situation. Why? Why are you wearing Eldrick Marin's clothing? And what happened to Eldrick Marin? And how did you come to find the missing daughter of our house? I stand up a little straight and just say, it's a lot of questions. What is this? The Inquisition? Oh, God. <laughs> and Mortimer, his eyes, like, widen a little bit, and he looks around a bit, and Ophelia just nods to him. And he's like, oh, right this way, sirs. <laughs> and wheels mm. on his foot and walks you right over to the room with uh, <clears throat> the same study where Zarkov met with um, Lord Oberon sometime previously. I'm still being belligerent after that. Uh, yeah, that's right. He better show up to this meeting. I'm angry. Everything's going to fall apart. It's all his fault. I'm yelling. I'm to the air. I'm Eldrick Merritt, and I'm mad. <laughs> and so you walk down the same plush carpet as earlier. Mortimer raps smartly on the door a couple times, and you hear Oberon's voice saying, Come in! <clears throat> and he opens the door and gestures you inside. I angrily just march right in. Mm -hmm. And so you walk in to the office, and the only two people present are... Archibald Oberon, who's seated behind his desk and standing right in front of him, a man in a long blue coat. Ketho, you see, he has your bolt gun laying <laughs> on the table in front of Archibald Oberon. And none of you recognize him except for Zarkov. This was the guy who you saw meet up with Archibald Oberon and the Arboretum way back at the beginning of your investigation. Oh, shit! <laughs> I'm assuming neither of them recognize well, me. No, because you're wearing a mask, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Still. Um, so, uh, well, I, I march in and I just look at the guy who I don't recognize mm -hmm. and just assume he's the spy master. Yeah. And I say, What the hell are you playing at? He just turns to you in a very calm voice says, I'm not quite sure what you're playing at because you clearly aren't Eldrick Marin. Now, now you're going to say I'm not Eldrick Marin. What do you mean? You're, you turn. You turn. Looks like Eldrick Marin to me. Trust me, this is not Eldrick Marin. And you he reaches forward to try and take the mask off of your face. I batter his hands away angrily, trying to continue my angry rant. <laughs> and he takes you... a step back and puts his hand on the bolt gun that's on the table. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to stop your rambling. <laughs> Lord Oberon and I are in the middle of a serious conversation about operational security. I look at Archibald. Are you familiar with our mutual friend, Shade? Uh, should I be familiar? And then um, when he says this, then the spymaster is like, Sir, should we really be discussing this with all these hangers-on uh, in attendance here? Is there a way I can see if Archibald is just completely confused by that name, or did he recognize it? Make a scrutiny test. I need more Rexes. Come on, scrutinize. Yes! Scrutinize the hell out of him. 
he's pretending like he doesn't recognize the name, but he does. Uh, oh. And uh, Archibald Oberon sort of raises to his feet and gives a sweeping gesture across the rest of you guys. And says, well, all of you should leave the room now. I want to speak to Marin and my, my associate alone. The spymaster said that he wasn't Eldrick Marin. But Archibald doesn't know. I could use or suggestion Archibald. on him, maybe. That's acceptable. I turn to I, I turn and I say, Retinue, wait for me right outside. Mm-hmm. I will be out post-haste. I can leave, but on my way, I want to cast suggestion on the spymaster. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest? This man is Eldrick Marin. Mm-hmm. All right. Make a uh, focus power test, then. What psi rating are you using? I'm going to go all the way down to one. Okay. All right, that is a failure, I think. Yes, you rolled a 96. Oh, sorry, guys. Wait, can't you use a fate point? You rested for long enough to not get fatigued, but not long enough to restore your fate points. Mm. So are you out of fate then? Uh, yeah, if I haven't replenished, I spent all three of my fate points in that battle mm-hmm. and then burned one. All right, so you try and reach out with your psychic powers, but it feels like you're trying to, like pry open like a smooth metal sphere when you try and assail the guy's mind. So do you all go out into the hallway then? I reiterate, leave us! And I, I kind of try to motion to him to like turn his mug or beat on so that we can hear everything, and then yeah. I step out. I'll do that. I'll do it like I'm scratching my ear. Come on! Get out of here, retinue! We gotta talk! Alright, I leave. You guys go and talk about whatever you want you stupid retinue people talk about in the hallway. <laughs> okay, so you, you all go out into the hallway and close the door. Right, oh, as this, as this happens... Trying to climb around the window to find a good sniper spot. Are, are you going to do that? <laughs> if I can, yes. I actually do kind of want to be able to get yeah. you to the room and, and there, a headshot. There, there is a window right next to the entrance. Can I get a good uh, view of a, a headshot of the Spymaster? Not from where you stand, no. Um, can you I can, move location? You can change locations. Um, as, as you're doing that, then um, back in the room, Archibald sits back down again. And the Spymaster says, oh, Now, you're going to tell us who you really are and why on earth you've dressed up as Eldrick Marin. And I just relax and I... Stretch slowly. I take off my mask, just casual like. Mm-hmm. Eldrick Marin tried to betray us. Us. Hi, I'm Rolkine. I'm uh, operative for Shade Counterintelligence. All right, make a deceive roll at minus thirty. Oh boy, deceive is my thing. Deceive is not my thing. <laughs> Rolkine. I'm not lying about my name. Well, they don't buy it. The spymaster says, well, I am quite familiar with all of the agents that Mr. Shade has active in the city, and you, Rolkine, are not one of them. Fair enough. So let me ask you a question, then. Yes? Who do you think I am? I think you're an out-of-towner who's prying into business that has no concern to you. Well... It's my business now. Do you know where Eldrick Marin is? Because I do. 
He just spares his teeth a little bit. Without moving his view from you, he just asks Archibald, should I shoot him? And Archibald nods. I smile. I'm like, oh, you're making it easy. Go ahead, shoot me. I say louder. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> All right. You're getting a semi-auto burst. Wait, <laughs> blank range. You can't fully aim. You can't get into the room. Oh, God, I just left for a second. What's going on? You'll be able to get into the room. Tyrus um, is rushing at the door. I have no idea if I can get in beforehand, but he's rushing at it with his four staff out. Oh, my line cut up. All right, so they got... They actually only hit you with one bolt. Guys, I found my bolt gun. <laughs> Your wish came true. All right. Wait, this you is can... his bolt gun? I thought it was just a bolt pistol. No, it's it's Ketho's bolt gun. Uh, I, have, I have the bolt pistol. Yeah, so... You can attempt to dodge if you want, but you get minus 20 because you're sitting down in a chair. I'll try to dodge. I'm out of fate points, so please, roll 20. <laughs> no. I grin and take it. All right. This is good. This is, uh, this is how I find out how effective my bolt gun is, so I know what my enemies feel like when I shoot them. Should I get <laughs> my gun back? I don't they think that's an effective on. testing method. All right, you take 11 damage. Oh, my God. That's before any reduction from toughness. That was, um, I think, a hit to your right leg. Okay. Uh, I reduce it by four. Mm -hmm. So I take seven. My current wounds say that, that I have nine, so I am at two wounds. Ouch. Pretty good gun. So can I shoot with my pull pistol? Sure, after everyone rolls initiative. So what exactly is Zarkov doing since he's trying to, like, move to a different location? This discussion happened before Zarkov could really get to another location. Because it, oh, okay. it was very a very short time before Ketho got shot. So you don't have to particularly move anywhere. All right, so everyone can roll initiative. All right, dude, I got a 12. Ketho, don't die. You're my only friend. Ketho, unfortunately, has the lowest initiative of anyone in the combat, so he may be in a bad spot. However, Zarkov has the highest initiative of anyone in the combat, so... I'll save my friend. You hear your friend being shot at point blank with a bolt gun. What do you do? Two of the rounds you hear impact the floor or the wall. It actually sounds like they're hitting books, but the other one definitely hits flesh. Well, I charge into the room! All right, make a strength check to bash through the door. You definitely do that. I yep. get in there. <laughs> All right, with natural one, you run forward, and uh, just like they taught you in Arbidi's training, you um, breach the door with a well-placed kick right above the lock, and the door splinters perfectly and swings inward, and you go right on in. So, um... I'll actually give you plus 10 to whatever attack roll you make now because of the expert breaching. Mm -hmm. Bam! I guess as I was kicking out <clears throat> down the door, since I didn't know what I was going to have to deal with, I had a chainsword in one hand and an auto pistol in another, so I'll make a shot with the auto pistol. Okay. At who? Uh, the spymaster is holding a bolt gun that is smoking. <laughs> uh, the spymaster, then, definitely. Okay. Right, make your attack roll. Um, you're at short range right now, not point blank. Oh, jeez. Wow. All right. You kick the door down, run in, and fire the auto pistol, but the spray of bullets goes wide and mostly just shatters the glass behind 
your target. And he, well, he that was pointless. a little bit down from the uh, the attack. Next up is Ophelia. She just sort of like yells and flattens up against the wall. She she turns to um, Mortimer and says, tell the guards to stand down. That's an order from Ophelia Oberon. So Mortimer just sort of gulps and nods and sprints off and uh, starts yelling at the guards to stand down. You hear the sound of heavy footfalls had started coming up the stairs when they heard gunshots. Yeah, I wonder why. It's not like a normal mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah. Martin, your turn. Uh, the door is swinging open on its hinges. We don't want either, either of these idiots dead, though, do we? So, what, you tried to shoot the spy master? If I try to go after him with a chainsword, I'm just going to kill him, probably. Actually, how close am I? Six meters away. Flame versus shocking quality. What do you think we should use? Uh, if you're trying to not kill them, then shocking is better. Okay, I'm going to smack them with a little blast then. Deploy the hand taser. Yeah. So I can aim that um, single shot. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got yeah, him. got him. All right, he's going um, to attempt to dodge. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Uh, nope. Roll your damage. It's uh, 11 damage. <laughs> Alright, and he's also got to make a toughness test. So you, you run into the room, your robe's flapping a bit as you raise your hands, and the uh, little uh, luminin coils on your hands glow very brightly and expel a blast of electricity, which catches um, the spy master directly in the chest. Wasn't expecting uh, that, were you? Nah, I got hand tases, son. Alright, he fails his toughness test, so he's uh, stunned for three oh, yeah. rounds. He just sort of stumbles backward and slumps against the desk, one hand clutching his head. So he, he's going to be out of it for three rounds. Sweet. Just what we wanted. Yeah. Since we have the other guy stunned, like, I think bringing Ophelia in here would uh, probably instantly subdue him. Because John can just go up there and probably grapple that guy or whatever he has to do. Chainsword him to death? No. um, I know that's option number two, but it's not always option number one. (laughs) Remember what I taught you. Chainsword is option number two. Natalie rushes in alongside you as well and pulls her um, stub automatic out and uh, just points it at them. And says, stand down, all of you. Just uh, points it at Archibald and the Spymaster. Uh, I guess I would try to apprehend the Spymaster's guy while he's still stunned. Okay. Make a strength check. He uh, grabs hold of the Spymaster. He sort of tries to stumble away and pull away, but you've got to hold on him. Can I get help from John, I'm assuming? Sure. Uh, speaking of, Zarkov, it's your turn. Archibald is sort of taking cover behind the desk with his pistol out. I'm going to try to help uh, subdue the Spymaster. All right. So you, you run over and grab the guy along with Ketho. Um, make me a strength test. All right. Um, he actually rolled really well. You try to put him into a lock, but he's just sort of thrashes around and keeps himself upright. But both of you are holding on to him right now. At this point, Ophelia runs into the room just says, like, all of you just stop for just one moment. When this happens, um, Archibald just sort of um, stands up a bit and 
lets the pistol fall down to his side and says, oh, Ophelia? My daughter? Where? When did you get back? And suddenly everything goes silent. <laughs> At this point, it's relatively easy for Zarkov and Ketho together to um, slam the spymaster down on the table. And uh, I presume you take your manacles out and handcuff the spymaster. You always have manacles down. Yeah. I mean, he, he does. He, he literally got manacles from his Arbides background. Yeah. So, are you going to handcuff the guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ketho, you have your bolt gun back, minus three bullets. That's fine. I am pointing it at the spymaster's head, if I am capable. Mm-hmm. As I staple. <laughs> the free action, I love it. At this point, you hear uh, some from the hallways are like, no, please stop, hold on a moment, and then like just a bunch of like bumping noises. Uh, the person saying that was Mortimer, and then uh, a bunch of House Oberon troops with their rifles out pour into the room with weapons raised. Zarkov puts away his weapons. Mm-hmm. The sergeant at the head of them just uh, yells like, what's going on here? We heard gunfire. Lord Oberon's like, uh, he and Ophelia start talking at exactly the same time, basically just shouting, saying completely contradictory things, and neither one of them can be understood over the other one. This is fun. So the, the troops just sort of like look back and I'm... forth at them, unsure of what to do. I'm recording this as a case study on human behavior. (laughs) Conflict Resolution, or the Lack Thereof, Volume 1, by Martin. For the the archives. I'd just like to shout out at the guards. Just lower your weapons and wait. No one else is going to get shot until we've talked through this. And then one of the guys in the back is like, but are people going to get shot after that? (laughs) Maybe, but you have more guns than we do. Okay. I'll still kill all of you. <laughs> Don't want to see that like, one. Looks into the back, like, quiet, Rufus. Okay. <laughs> all right, so... Rufus, we talked about this. <laughs> with that, the spy master's apprehended. What do you want to do with Lord Oberon? They're just shouting at each other, aren't they? Uh, yes. But you, you can interject to ask questions or clarify the situation. Lord Oberon is saying, like, these people just barged into here with no respect for anything and pulled weapons on us and blah, blah, blah. And then Ophelia is like, these people were standing in here and they pulled weapons on us with no provocation whatsoever. And they just I, start I look at the without provocation. I, I look at the sergeant and I say, they shot me. And I point to the, the wounds in my chest. <laughs> Two gaping holes in your body. And, and, you know, we're going to sit down. I'm saying this waving my bolt my bolt gun around. We're, we're going to sit down and this will get explained. And I'm like slowly pointing the bolt gun at, uh, at Sir yeah, you, Oberon. With your rightful weapon restored once more. I am angry that I got shot with my own gun. Yeah, and Ophelia's like, she turns to the troops and says, this is now Inquisition business. We are reviewing Lord Oberon to see if he is fit to continue leadership of this house. And uh, a murmur goes through the whole body of the troops. And at this point, I say, yeah, so everyone come in, close the doors, and take a seat. <laughs> so the, the dozen or so troopers all sort of shuffle into the room and squeeze together around the walls. Like the lights dim and then a screen comes out of the ceiling, right? Yep. Your <laughs> <laughs> time! <laughs> everyone gather around! Today in class, we're going to be showing a movie. Movie Not day! Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So what what are your your questions for Lord Oberon, Ketho? I tell him to sit down first. Uh, I, say, I highly recommend you sit at this point. He sits. Oh, man. I just sort of look my wounds and I say, anyone have any questions to start this off? Everything is quiet except for the, the slight whistling and the breeze through the broken glass. I thank Martin for keeping me alive. Yeah, it's what I'm here for. <laughs> is that the bird chirps like coming through someone's oh, that's sorry that's me my window's open that, that actually that's very good ambient sound keep it on oh, it might be me too actually yeah the bird noises are actually probably exactly what you hear through the window so keep it on i say well i think this is a good time for a story tell me everything you know about this man's i pointed the spy master with my gun uh this man's operations and you're going to want to tell me the truth, everything up front, because this is the nicest way you'll be asked these questions today. You don't want to get asked these questions again. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm still acting belligerent and wildly waving around this bolt gun as I say these things. Inquisition, huh? Well, he uh, just puts his um, dueling pistol on the table in front of him and just sort of holds his head in his hands for just a moment and then puts them down and sits back up. Well, frankly, I don't know much about the operation. As my spymaster, I gave this man full authority to act in whatever method he thought would bring the most benefit to the house. And so he had updated me on that uh, they were like holding auctions for some Xenos relics. I wasn't quite sure of the details, but... He looks a lot more subdued than you've ever seen him before. You know, it seemed like a great idea for getting some extra cash flow into the house. To be frank, I don't see anything wrong with it. It kept all the nobles busy chasing their little trinkets, and the world's productions continued to increase every year, which among the Imperium is actually quite a feat. And uh, I wasn't personally involved running any of it. This was a spymaster's project for the most part. Him and Eldrick Marin were mostly the ones running the show. I was just a beneficiary, and I authorized it. You can socially engineer this kind of production. Oh, you want people chasing out trinkets? Come up with a fad. Nothing <laughs> excites the nobility more than forbidden delights. Great, then, then lie about it. Why use the... It? That's enough from you. <laughs> I want to ask him about the, the money that was disappearing. The spymaster pipes up like, well, I can... I did that. I I was withdrawing the funds from Matthias's accounts to pay for extra shipments to get the ball rolling in the first place. And then uh, Archibald sort of looks in surprise at the spymaster, clearly not having known about this part. Is the, the spymaster in manacles? Is he sitting in a chair? Do you let him sit in a chair? Uh, yeah, I like to sit him in the chair, and I'll sit opposite him with my gun pointed at him. I'm like, all right. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a little bit of uh, out a little differently than some of my other agents. And honestly speaking, I say, trying to look exasperated from being shot multiple times, you're actually not the fish I'm after. 
I'm, I'm a lot more interested in other suppliers, and I'm sure you set up more than one contact with that Shade character. So the more you tell me, I mean, Shade the more was we a be able supplier. To, you didn't have any other suppliers. No. You're telling me that when I'm offering you a chance for some sort. <clears throat> you can make a scrutiny test if you'd like. Oh, oh no, I, uh, no, I'm not in person. You know, this is Ned speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm not really looking for more information. I want him to think that I'm looking for more information. That's <laughs> just like for a spy master, you're not very quick. There's an offer that could be on the table. The more you tell me everything about how this happened so that we can stop these things from happening in other worlds in the future. Do you see what I'm getting at? Spy master. I'm not entirely sure I do. Look, the more you talk, the less you're going to die. To a point where you don't. We always have use for agents. As you say this, then, you see um, Natalie Corvus clench her fists until her knuckles turn white. Can I look at her and just give her a come on? Like, just, just chill. Or can I like, shoot her a wink? Wink, wink. Not, not just say no more, can, say no I just shoot, can I shoot the group a collective wink that isn't seen by the spymaster? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Hey, wink. I'm not offering him anything. Don't worry. <laughs> so, just tell us about how this all went out. How'd this work? What did you do? How'd you find Shade? Well, um... He was contacted in the first place by Eldrick Marin to help supply his uh, dusk leaf extract addiction. And then expanded into supplying more exotic goods to different nobles here. Uh, this is the spy master talking now. And so at one point, my agents caught some of these shipments going in. And uh, I thought this was a excellent opportunity to potentially enrich House Oberon further. So we got a cut of the proceeds and the operation secret. Got rid of people who pried into it too much. Including other acolytes? Yes. There was another group of Inquisition acolytes who had poked around previously. And you didn't think after capturing Inquisition, you didn't think to shut down the operation? Didn't think the Inquisition would come again? I. It wasn't my call on whether to shut the operation down. Whose call was that? That would have been Shades. Hmm. We felt like we had dealt with the problem satisfactorily. I'm a little worried about these guards. I mean... They're loyal to Archibald. I mean, how sure are we that they're not just going to shoot us? Well, I think it's uh, Ophelia has them by the reins now. Because he's, yeah, and... quote-unquote, arrested before, you know, yeah, they... figuring out whether he can still be a Primarch or not, or whatever. Yeah. They seem to be following um, Ophelia's orders now. And they're scared because we're Inquisition. And I'm going to scare them even more. I look <laughs> around and I say, yeah, All right. does anyone people. have any questions for the Spymaster? Anybody? Anybody? I look at Rufus. Anybody? No. <laughs> Spymaster, is there anything you'd like to add before I send this report up and find out where we should station you? The more you tell me, the better. Right. Well, I was never meaning to betray the Imperium. I did everything to ensure the prosperity of House Oberon, and by extension, make sure the Imperium was amply supplied with all the plasma we produce here on Acheron. I have some bad news for you, Spymaster. I shoot him. 
Oh, my, oh my god! Bang! Summarily executed. Everyone in the room flinches a little bit. Boom. Even Sarkov with his jaded flinches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look around and I can say, "And and that is why we do not mess with heresy, even if we think it benefits some sort of greater good. It's not your decision to make." I point at Rufus, <laughs> the poor guard. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus just gulps and nods furiously. I look at Ophelia and I motion to uh, Archibald. I mean, and I glance around as I say this to my allies to see if they agree. Based on what he said, he's still complicit. So it depends on, you know, we just have to decide who gets him and how bad it's going to hurt. Do we agree? I look at the other, the other accolades. So we're leaving this in the hands of Ophelia? Or... Do we want to? I'm actually, I'm saying this out in the open, so Ophelia has a chance to say or, or something. Either that or Natalie. Natalie, by the way, looks extremely satisfied that the guy was executed. Yeah. Yeah, I think so we can trust Ophelia and Natalie about what they want to do, because we don't know that much about the power of this house. Like, well, we could kill him, but that might wind up causing lots of other problems. So I think well, they probably are more knowledgeable about this. I want to know what's going to happen, but right now we just have to decide who is the person who should make this decision. We'll still know the decision beforehand. I ask Ophelia, what do you think we should do? So your father here. He should suffer the same fate as I gesture to the body. I think a long stay in the House Oberon dungeons is good enough. How about the Corvus dungeons? Natalie shrugs a bit and says, well, he wasn't really involved with House Corvus Matters. I don't believe it would be appropriate to have him housed in our dungeons. Well, not to disparage any part of Ophelia, but it might make us feel better knowing that he's in the hands of a third party. I see your point. And, uh, I mean, Ophelia. at least at least while Ophelia does a clean sweep. All right, Ophelia consents to that as well. So he's going to be transported to Ravenhold to be in their dungeons for a while. Yeah, for a very long time. Ooh, probably forever. Hopefully. How about until we uh, we send word? Until you send word? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll tell you what the sentence will be. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's better than death. That is true. Okay, so you decide to do that. I look at the guards. What have we learned today? Heresy is bad, they all say in unison. <laughs> <laughs> They look kind of like first graders who've all been scolded. With that, I'd say it's about time to end things for the day. Next time we meet, we'll have a debriefing. So many things to discuss. So many psychers. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming on out. Thank you, Eric. The enemies of the Imperium have been vanquished once again. For now. And this investigation actually went very smoothly for the most part. For the most part. It could have been worse. It probably didn't feel like it, but there are so many things that could have gone wrong that didn't. <laughs> so. Only some of the things. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been made much, much earlier. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for coming out today, everybody, and I'll see you later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Out. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. 
You can find us online at itsprobablyheresy.wordpress.com. And if you see anything heretical, you can contact the Acolytes at itsprobablyheresy at gmail.com. Plebeians.